Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. The 1882 fanzine, in association with the Extra Inch podcast, is out now go and get hold of issue four to read the lovely words about strikers such as dimitar berbatov the two bobbies smith and soldado jimmy greaves and of course harry kane get hold of this pocket-sized fanzine and the previous copies by visiting 1882fanzine.com now settle in as spooky and i chat berbatov and soldado enjoy welcome to the extra inch spooky how you doing man I feel privileged. Not too bad, mate. Not too bad. To be, to be on the posh, <laughs> the posh uh, podcast for once. Well, we're not here to chat about managers, interim managers, chairman, in or out. We're going to put aside the present and slot that into the onion bag and instead chat strikers. Both of us have written for the 1882 fanzine. Issue four is all about Tottenham strikers from the past all the way through to today. Um, we've both gone for players who wore the number nine shirt and two players that have had like, wildly different careers at Spurs and mm-hmm. today are seen in rather contrasting lights. I went for Dimitar Berbatov, who joined us in the summer of 2006 and helped um, rejuvenate us under Martin Yol. And you went for Soldado, who was part of the yeah. Magnificent <laughs> Seven, who joined us <laughs> in 2013 as part of the bail money. Let's start with Soldado because it's yes, fresher. Right. And I want to talk to you about the feeling that came with us buying Soldado. What was, what did the signing pumped. represent to you? I was pumped. I was hyped. I was hyped about the Magnificent Seven, like generally speaking, because it was, you know, we had to get over Gareth Bale being sold. So you, you obviously go, you're going to try and uh, use the summer as a conduit of hope and belief that you're going to get somewhere. And obviously, you know, hindsight and everything, it was just a scattergun approach. But Soldado, for me, for someone at the time, I was obsessive about La Liga. I used to watch Spanish football all of the time. And I knew he was a good good player. I, and he was, he, was, he was the type of player that I thought would be made for the Premier League because he could score types of goals and he had a bit of technicality to him. He could, he could interchange and pass. He was, he was intelligent, but he could score the scruffy goals. Mm. And he was what? He was, thir- he was third. He was behind Ronaldo and Messi in terms of uh, goal ratio uh, to appearances. So I, I genuinely, considering Spurs have a history of chasing the ultimate striker, never quite signing one, I thought this was the one. Um, I didn't. I didn't go completely mental, but I was like, I'm really confident yeah. we've got a proper footballer here who's going to fit into life at Spurs. And yeah, yeah it turned I, out more, more Rebrov and Postiga than anything else, you know, in, in in the long run. Yeah, I want to get onto the kind of Postiga and Rebrov reference and the comparison, but I do want to I do want to take us back to to that summer. And um, like you, I, I was pumped for this. He was a, a striker who was like velvet. He would get the ball. And then 
and one or two touches, no fuss, the ball was in the back of the net. And I was excited at us having that kind of player playing playing for us. Mm-hmm. And I remember the Confederations Cup, He he uh, Torres was like the number nine for Spain at the time. And, and they started, they put Soldado up front for the Confederations Cup and he scored a goal against Uruguay. And it was just so silky and so brutal that I just thought, there's a guy here, he's made for... Um, He's made for the Premier League. I mean, he was playing in the team alongside David Villa, Iniesta, yeah. and he looked like he wasn't out of his depth. And he was pedigree. Right about he was pedigree. The, He's yeah. Do you think, so there's really contrasting arrivals between Berbatov and Soldado. Do you think Soldado's arrival was so trumpeted because it was the social media age and there was so much content on Soldado? Was Berbatov kind of you know, snuck under the radar? How do you think? What do you think about that? Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you go further back. I was trying to remember how I got to see videos of Sergei Rebrov, and I think it was on like the Glory Glory forum, and it was uh, MP4 files. It was it was literally videos of, of highlights of him scoring bangers from 30, 45 yards. It's ridiculous mm. goals from all angles. And, and whereas with Soldado, like I said, I'd watch him relatively, not every other week, but I, I, I followed what he was doing out in, in Spain. Um, and yet you, you, you get hyped because you know what it's like when we sign a new striker, you're straight onto YouTube and you kind of trying to, you try and work out like what type of player he is. Mm. Obviously, that's not a good thing to do because I remember with clarity, I did the same for Rebrov, and I remember talking to my uncle, and he's like, "All he does is score tappings. Like he's just he's just scoring tappings. He's just he's not doing anything special. Where's what 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 we signing here?" So yeah, but, you know, there's, there's always that caveat with with uh, YouTube videos. But like I said, his record spoke for 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 itself, and he he did have a bit of not as silky as Berbatov, but he had something mm. about him: confidence, awareness, just basic things. But he did them very very well in La Liga, which is I want to say it's similar to the Premier League. It's, it's it's physical, right? It's not like Italian football, maybe one or two of the other leagues. There's there's things that are, are quite similar to the way the, the the English league is. Maybe not the pace, but mm. I was I was ready. I was hyped. YouTube videos, I know YouTube yeah. videos. Social media was hyped as well. It's always it's always a dodgy thing to do, yeah. Get too hyped up, but then the further they fall when that happens, there was a. It was almost like a panache about Soldado. The goals were natural to him, and mm. in the same kind of way that goals are natural to Kane. Kane, you see, sometimes he works at it, whereas Soldado was just like they would arrive to him. There was a goal he scored against Deportivo, and this was, I think, the season where he was smashing it in for, for Valencia, and he's. He goes around the goalkeeper, which is something we never saw him do <laughs> once at Tottenham. He would almost give up the responsibility and try and give it to someone else. But he went around this goalkeeper and then the defenders, as they were trying to cover him, he slotted the ball into the net behind them. So he had the confidence to allow the defender to go past him and yeah. then put it back. And it's just amazing how we, we managed to suck that confidence out of him. And he be- he became uh, a laughing stock. And you said just before we started to record that you barely remember any of the Soldado goals. And he, he didn't yeah. score a lot, but he's got a few. Yeah, but, but, no, he he did, and, and it's funny because I was just thinking, thank fuck, I'm doing this uh, podcast with you, Bardi. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to swear, so I apologise for that f bomb. Um, but <laughs> but in terms of you, you have the knowledge you can pull you can pull particular moments and goals and whatever from from wherever this guy played whereas with me I kind of sit back 
and I kind of struggle to pinpoint certain moments. I can remember all the bad things. And with, with <laughs> Soldado especially, and even Rebrov as well, I said it before we started recording, it, I cannot, it's like my brain has said, no, you don't need these memories. They're gone. We're going to replace them with with this chap called Harry Kane because you, you're going to need a lot of storage for, for what he's about to do. Um, but yeah, with, with Roberto Soldado, much like Rebrov before him and Postiga, um, all I remember is sadness. The sadness in the play. You know, there's a moment that, that goes beyond. Um, it goes beyond football logic. It goes beyond understanding stats and form and all the other the scientific stuff and everything else that you get from the game. Just when you look at someone and you know by just their face, right? <laughs> they're not going to make it. They're broken. Something's gone. Something's missing. Something's happened. There's been a disconnect. There's just something that doesn't quite work. And it happened very early mm. on with with, uh, uh, with Soldier Boy, and um, I tried, I tried my best. It's going to happen. It's it's about form. You score one or two, and then then you hit a patch. And he just looked broken. He looked like someone pretending to be Soldado from La Liga, and it was it was tragic. You know, you don't want to feel sorry for players that you either want to love a player or hate him, despise him. Mm. Get him out of the team. You know, it's the usual way, right? You don't want to feel sorry for someone who's meant to be leading the, the front line. And yet, I, I, uh, it was. I know he had personal. Uh, problems i think you know that with family and his in his in his wife and there was other things that happen some players take a little bit of time to get used to the premier league football and, and but it's you know if you can't if you can't acclimatize if you can't change the what's around you then you're never going to make it you know you're just not fit for purpose and he wasn't fit for purpose and even when he started scoring it was it still felt apologetic you know mm. and, and it and even even though even worse than all of that was Oh, he's got good build-up play. I mean, I was guilty of that so many times. He's re- he can in- interlink with players. He's a yeah. good footballer. That's not what you pay him for, you know. We we did show an incredible amount of patience on Soldado. I want yeah. I want to chat Berbatov, but I think I think yeah. there is something here to be looked at. That the patience that we gave Soldado is something I don't see Spurs fans do for anyone else since then. We we gave him a lot of time. There was a goal he scored against Cardiff. Um, I was at this game and he took a touch and then immediately his second touch, he put in the back of the net and you're like, okay, hello, this is a Premier League goal from open play. He's going to kick on after this. And then it never happened. But still, we we hoped, we hoped it would come for him. Um, So Dado himself has been quite reflective about it. Admittedly, he does kind of hype up Harry Kane and that Harry Kane had an impact or he had an impact on Harry Kane. I don't think that's quite true. But he did say English football was more physical and that he knew he couldn't be as static. So he said he started going looking for the ball elsewhere, which is perhaps where this kind of myth about his build-up play came in. But I want to go go back to Dimitar Berbatov. And it's always difficult to talk about Berbatov without referencing the end at what happened happened at the end with the car boot and what didn't happen with the car boot but um what, what did what do you remember of, of Berbatov's arrival and what are your kind of fondest memories or the things that you remember most about him he he is as if you want to when, when you think of like the the classical Tottenham player right you know and it's and it, it's him like shirts shirt tucked out socks rolled down that kind of energy you know the hoddles the ginolas these players that are effortless 
effortless mm. with the ball. I mean, they make the impossible look like it's just something they do naturally. And um, I did not know that's what we were getting, right? I thought he was going to be a functional type of footballer. And the more games, obviously, at the time, you know, season ticket in the park lane, the more you saw of him, the more you realised that he was a generational talent, that we had somehow fallen on our feet. We had found, like, almost... And at the time, we had a lot of good strikers, right? That, that, that patch of time, it was like... Defoe, Keane, it was, it was, it, we were overwhelmed uh, almost. Um, and he just brought something just from another dimension. Um, he, he was silk and he was box office and he, he made, he just, he got your bum off, not that I ever sat down in a park lane, but he got bums off seats in the way that Spurs always have those players. But but mm. often it might be an Aaron Lennon who gets your bum off the seat and then he kind of doesn't have the end product. Berber had it all. Um, and I don't know, maybe at the time I kind of knew how long is this guy going to be with us? Because I don't think anybody, for the money we spent on him as well, I don't think anybody expected him to be, to take to the Premier League as easy, as easily as he did. So like my memories, regardless of how it ended, were always, uh, like he's probably one of my favourite players, but he kind of falls into the, the cult bracket because he wasn't with yeah. us long enough. And, uh, and perhaps he was always with us just because he was on a promise from Alex mm. Ferguson, you know, like a stepping stone. Go to Tottenham, settle into the Premier League, and then we'll we, we sign you. Don't worry. You know, just hand in the transfer request if you need to. And, and it kind of played out that way in the end. Yeah, it always did feel like a stopgap because yeah. there was always that feeling that he was, he was going to move on somewhere else. And yeah, it's a shame that he only did those couple of seasons with us because he was a player that was just masterful. And he, he was, he was like you say, pure Tottenham. He was everything about the kind of swagger and the nonchalance mm. of doing beautiful things. And it was that kind of sense of not trying, which upset the Northern Man United fans. They couldn't get their <laughs> head around that thing. Whereas at Spurs, we're, we're used to that. We, especially <laughs> that early, that early in the millennia where we'd had bad footballers who were absolute cloggers, we would forgive the kind of silky player for not running around and tearing his hair out. I, I included in my article a, a little quote from Berbatov, and he said, you're not going to see me puffing around the pitch. There's a saying in Bulgaria that great, great quality doesn't require much effort. And that's true. And some of my favourite Berbatov goals, I say in the article, were his tap-ins. That it was just, yes, perhaps there were tap-in merchants. That's what people would kind of swing yeah. at him now. But it was the ability just to kind of saunter into the room, saunter into the area and just arrive. There it is. What's, this, what's the big fuss about scoring goals? <laughs> and I talk about this goal he scored against Wigan and where everybody was losing their head around him. He was just like, this is just me in in the park. This is just me messing around in my garden. Mm. And there was something beautiful about him. There was um, two Arsenal fans I used to play five-a-side with. And it was the, the game where he scored a beautiful goal at the at the Emirates. Yeah, and they I'll, I'll couldn't believe his yeah. touch. That was, it was a great goal. But they what they couldn't get their head around was the touch. The ball would just be pinged up to him from it was the Van all Baston kinds of animals. Goal, all right? kind, yeah, yeah like exactly. That's the goal. In, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't the goal they were impressed with. It was his ability just to control the control mm. the ball. They Arrest the Spurs ball. would just, yeah, they would just clog it up to him, and whoom, it would just be like like a, a magnet, just drawn, and the ball boom immediately earthed. And it was an incredible, incredible player. And it is an incredible player that makes a really complicated thing look so simple. And that's 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 kind of what he does, what he did. And it always, it always sticks with me the, the, the way it ended. Um, you, you seem to, you spoke about him being 
a cult player. You you seem like me to now is time has passed to remember him quite fondly. Yeah, because I, I I think you can choose to be miserable about everything, right? And especially in this day and age, in in, in like modern fandom, it, you know, you, you often see you often see people talk about uh, a particular team or a particular manager and say, well, we never won anything, so it doesn't mean anything. And it's like, well, no. Mm. How did you feel during that time period? It, of course, it meant something. It, it means something every day. You're a football supporter with the highs and the lows. It's it's you, you being Spurs is is you waking up in the morning whether there's a football match on the Saturday or not. So. Berbatov, all my memories of, of him is obviously all the things that we've spoken about, that he's, he's elegance and silk and he's, his footballing brain and just that, you know, you're saying he wasn't puffing on the pitch or he said he doesn't puff on the pitch, but you almost felt that if you, if he, if he had a cigarette in his hand, he could do exactly what he did puffing mm. away on, 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 on the stick because he was just that kind of like, he was that much of a baller. So those are the memories I'd like to associate with, with, with players. And, and obviously it's weird again, thinking about how, you know, we obviously we bang on about the amount of trophies Spurs haven't won, but we don't often talk about the ones that we do that we have won, like, like when Berbatov scored the penalty uh, and that it was at the time that he was being maneuvered towards Man United and he had a bit of a drop, but he coolly took that pen, you know, he was part of a cup, cup final winning team you know and, and often we don't we kind of forget about those 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 narratives a little bit that he is a player that that does that is in history in the history books um mm. regardless of the you know the, the amount of time that he spent at Spurs so I, I don't want to think too much about how it played out in the end because unfortunately at the time we did we did kind of get bullied in transfers and then that 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 transfer probably also changed the way that we uh, kind of work our relationships with Man United, i.e. We, we don't have a working relationship with them. Um, yeah. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What about yourself? Are you, do you still uh, wake up in the middle of the night dreaming of uh, a burger girl? I remember when, when we sold him to Manchester United, I was talking to an older United fan and he couldn't get his head around Berbatov. And I said, you just got to <laughs> enjoy it. He's not going to charge around the pitch like Tevez or Rooney or mm. get his hips in like um, Hughes did and these kind of guys that, that he had grown up watching or was watching now. I said, Berbatov, you've got, just got to let him, let him play. And when they won the title in 2010-11, he was top goal scorer in the Premier League that year. He's like... Mm-hmm he did a lot of great things and it's just yeah. one of those examples that sometimes you we often we often throw at Kane you could leave 
You could leave, go somewhere else and do an incredible thing, win golden boots, win titles, but they're not going to respect you. They're not going to love you. They're not going to hold you in the same esteem. Berbatov is just one of those strikers that passed through. Perhaps they don't even remember him as fondly as Van Nistelrooy. One of those strikers that passed through, despite winning two Premier Leagues, despite getting the golden boot, he's not thought of he's not they're not sat around doing a podcast about Dimitar Berbatov yeah, whereas exactly. in Spurs we we treasure these we treasure these individuals and I think I never saw um I never saw Gilzine play but there was people who caught me like said he resembled him and I, I can't make that comparison and my but uncle my Berbatov, uncle does often so I, I understand okay. that comparison and it's just this kind of tall forward who's a bit aloof runs around can and it was the kind of I'm going to smack one in the top corner and the yeah. and he did score those goals but then yeah. he also scored the tappings and I think I think you're right referencing the cup final because Spurs man we know the the challenge it is the almighty challenge for us to win a cup and Berbatov was our striker when we the last time we won something and that was a Chelsea team fair enough it was managed by Avram Grant but it was still I think it was still the, the Jose Mourinho Chelsea that they yeah, were all yeah. there practically the same team more or less and we were we were one nil down and then the ball gets handed to him and that's a pressure penalty yeah and he just he just tucked it away tucked that and there's always that i always remember the zakora reaction more than the berbatov mm-hmm. reaction where zakora turned his back because he yeah, couldn't he couldn't look at it <laughs> and to be a, a striker at tottenham we got the best english striker that's ever existed and he hasn't been able to get us to a, a cup he hasn't been able to win us a cup but berbatov he managed to do that and I, I think we should probably respect him a little bit more, but you're right. The the transfer to Man United has done that. I think um, the, the interesting thing about Berbatov is when he came to Fulham and he came back down to London, all of a sudden, mm. the, it seemed like the rest of the Premier League, he was like, he, London is his spiritual home. It's where he belongs. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the Premier League all, all of a sudden realised, oh, no, he is a really good player. So, um, yeah, I just want to talk about other strikers. So we went, we went for Soldado and Berbatov. Is there another striker that you would like to have spent a little bit of time thinking about and writing about? Possibly Robbie Keane, because hmm. he he was someone that um, I want I want to say that he was he was loved and rated by many. But there, there, there's there's a lot of Spurs fans I remember at the time that didn't they, they felt he was frustrating. He, they felt that he wasn't consistent enough. But often. Keane used to do things that, that, again, not on the level of a Berbatov in terms of touch and, and, and movement and the rest of it, but he was a highly intelligent footballer and, you, and he would score some unbelievable goals. When you go back, actually, and you watch mm-hmm. old highlights of Defoe and Keane, and, and most of their goals were bangers. Like you, and you actually forget how good these players were. Now, obviously, they're not on the level of a Kane for consistency, all-round play. I mean, Kane is on—he's beyond most footballers, right? Um, but Keane was an interesting one. Um, and again, unfortunately, you know, it, it's strange because unlike, say, with Berbatov, he never came back to Tottenham. With Keane, the whole the whole thing around Liverpool and his departure, and then his return, and the fact that he was never the same player when he came back. I kind of, for some reason, I always think back to that and not everything else that he achieved for us. But he's one of these players that he he's now and again, there's a player in, in football where I'm like, 
I fancy him. I'll, I'll, maybe he'll play for Tottenham one mm. day. And, and I remember thinking about that, uh, about Robbie Keane, when he was at Coventry, when he was at Leeds United. I was thinking he'll play for Spurs someday. And he's he's, the, he's like that Durham Huckabee energy, right? There's certain players that look like yeah. they look so good. And I'm glad that we signed him. And he he, he did. He, he brought a lot of joy. Again, not the most refined footballer striker, but an interesting one in the, you know, he hide behind the, the goalpost and then run out and nick the ball off the keeper. <laughs> All that kind of stuff, you yeah. know, that kind of cheekiness to his play. Um, I think because as opposed to Soldado and, and Rebrov and Postiga, who obviously I've got an unhealthy obsession about, you know, at least Keane achieved something with Spurs mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, his, his record and, and, and most of his performances in, in, in his first uh, uh, spell at the club. What about yourself? I think I think the thing about Keane is it was his frenetic energy that yeah. we that perhaps had an impact on people remembering him. But that first season, the the type of goals he scored were incredible. He would flick the ball over a defender's head mm-hmm. and then smash it in. There was the cheeky goals, the long range ones. And when he joined under Hoddle, we were a team that was really struggling. And then as the as the team progressed, he he always seemed to get pushed out for another individual. So when yeah. we had Mido, Defoe, Canute, Keane for some reason always ended up being pushed down the pecking order. But I think that was really unfair. But he did find a little um, partnership with Berbatov towards the end that that worked for him. Yeah, and it was it was a shame how once again the whole boyhood club was a real bad piece of PR on his side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not, terrible, terrible. And he got I think found for out. Me, he got found out at Liverpool I, as well. It's like you were saying earlier. Sometimes the grass isn't greener. You know, it's it's a fit. It's a particular fit that that you just have with a certain club, and it's momentum. And you see it with lowly strikers who are banging in goals for one club, and then they they get their, their big move to another like championship team, and they just they they, they I think Duke Ellington. Uh, the, I mean, that's the nickname Duke. I can't remember his first name. The Duke. Uh, um, when he left. Was it Cardiff? I'm butchering my 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 football knowledge here. So someone's listening Nathan, to this and pulling Nathan, their hair is this out. Nathan Ellington? Is that? It, it, it okay. must be, mate. Yeah, and uh, he had a banging <laughs> goal story record. He went to another club, a bigger club supposedly, and he wasn't banging them in. And he almost it almost besmirches his 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 form and his history and and the rest of it. And I think Keane, the club gobbled him up in at Anfield because an ex- the expectation is different. With Berbatov, that didn't happen to Berbatov because he didn't give a fuck. He didn't care. Mm. He was just Berbatov. He was they they had demands of him, but he just did what he did best. Um, and, and that's football. You take a risk sometimes. It's a shame that he played out like that. Yeah, I think if I had to go and write about a striker, I probably would, I probably would have gone for Mido. I think Mido was almost like the the beta Berbatov. Like we tested this kind of language <laughs> with like striker that could do crazy things but never really tried much and yeah I think Berbatov I think Mido would have been the striker that I yeah. that I would have written about just because that kind of maverick does what he wants but can do yeah. brilliant things and I've always felt a closeness with Mido because I was at the game where he made his debut against Portsmouth yeah, yeah, yeah. and I've always felt like he kind of you know like not that they, he belongs to me but that he's part of he's part of me because I was there that along with 36 other thousand people of course but I was there when he made his debut so I felt like he was part of part of me plus his backstory and everything that's happened to him and I still love today when Flav recently well a few years ago Flav went to interview him didn't he for the for a interview for the fighting cock and he lent Mido his charger and Mido just put it in his bag and walked out of the interview with it and just never gave it back to him <laughs> brilliant so, so funny I do like 
<laughs> but um, is there anything else you want to say on Soldado? Anything you you want to? I never hated the guy. I never hated the guy. Some you people sang, hated him. His song, Some didn't you? Despised him. Hey, mm. you sang his song. There was a fighting cock episode where you guys were all singing Soldado. You were oh so excited God, about I, the signing. I'm going to have to delete that <laughs> off, off the server. But but yeah, it, it's again. You there's nothing. People think it's a weakness to to to. To wear your heart on 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 your sleeve, that, that for you to put yourself out there and say, you know what, I think we're going to do well this season. You know what, I think he's going to be a good player for us. And it's and it's like people are fearful of saying that, I guess, and hold back, or or maybe people are just more pragmatic. And but it, football is about belief. It's about it's about hope. It's about having a good time. It's meant to be an escapism. So there's nothing wrong. You don't have to be right all the time. And I know in, in our business, like we're taught, you know, I'm obviously more philosophical and emotional and the rest of it. You guys are more analytical and you get to you get into the, the nitty gritty of the tactics and formation. There's conversations to be had about all aspects of the game. But sometimes just do your job as a supporter. And I know that can be difficult in moments like, you know, the, the, the last last game and and recent history um but not to not to kind of anchor ourselves to the present just generally you're going to have ups and downs you're going to have players who are going to be good for the club and you're going to have players that are not going to fit in and he didn't mm. do anything offensive it's not like he didn't try bless him you know he 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 unfortunately was that kind of apologetic uh striker that often you as a football club you 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 come across you have players who are, for whatever reason are not going to work out and and maybe it, the fact because we spent so much money on him meant that we had to give him that chance you know and that made things worse he didn't make things better and i don't know if a different manager you know could have done something with him i don't know whether the way that we were playing with wingers and just the whole thing around him having to drop deep to get the ball you know it's like a domino effect right and maybe mm. maybe a different manager a different period of time if that's even possible in this theoretic he might have been all right for us he wasn't not in this dimension not in this universe in another universe maybe um so i'm i'm, I'm what what makes me sad is that he he kind of left spurs and never really hit the heights again you know yeah. <laughs> he just it's something that I cover in 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 the, in the fanzine in the article. It's it's like Spurs are this kind of burial ground for for footballers. You know, <laughs> we 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 just take something away from them and we don't give it back, and they leave they leave a little bit broken. You know, in need of love and repair, but they never quite find themselves at the level they were at before they joined Tottenham. So I guess we're we're good at something. So yeah, I do, yeah, and my father Final thoughts on him is I don't think I've ever seen a, a football at Spurs enter like a, a spiral of of downward trajectory quite as quite as long as him. And mm. I think for him when when Mason came off the pitch, which is timely to be talking about Mason, but when Mason came on the pitch against Forest in the League Cup and smacked one in on his debut from 35 yeah. yards, and the ball came out the net and it fell to Soldado, and in a moment of celebration he went to whack the ball back in the net and he hit the post and it went out. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I, th- I think that's a broken individual and you're right, mm. right Spurs really did suck the soul out of him and um, I think had I not written about Mido I probably would have written about the number nine shirt and just to kind of figure out whether or not it's cursed and whether or not we mm. perhaps Kane should Kane should have just maybe done one season with the number nine shirt just to just to yeah. reset it and clear yeah. it that's a good because shot, at some sure. point we I mean who wears number nine today is it Richarlison uh, yeah I think so yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, so I there think you go. It just, maybe it's, not. It's just continuing. Yeah. 
it's a continual continual spiral and we need somebody to to fix it um thank you so much for your time spooky where can people it, find mate. out if i mean every everybody knows uh, who you are but just, where can they yeah, find where can just, they get more spooky from at, at, at spooky 23 on twitter and then i've got all, all, all the links uh, are on my uh pinned tweet so uh, the filthy shambles podcast is on all platform apps uh every week and then spooky and purgatory on patreon if you fancy a bit of extra bits and pieces so i'm about people are probably you know like you said you know bores of my my voice and my 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 20 thread tweets by this point but you know i'm gonna crack on this is me this is what i do uh, i'm not gonna no change. one's bored of your voice mate hey? i enjoy reading your work i enjoy no one's bored of your voice i enjoy reading your work and listening you, to your work well so likewise likewise let's 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 hug it out we need we need hugs at the minute because uh you know spurs are spurs you have been listening to the extra inch with me windy my sidekick and best friend barley and our tactics guy Nate if you like this there's plenty more at patreon.com forward slash the extra inch production is by nathan a clark our logo artwork and website are designed by Trayton miller our music is by david lindmer you can find him on instagram at david lindmer do check him out he's great follow us on twitter and facebook at the extra inch email us at podcast at the extra inch subscribe leave us a rating and a review and most importantly be sure to tell all of your spurs friends Shout out to the X-Sub, we love every single last one of you. And of course, come on you Spurs. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.